Ladies and gentlemen, thank you yet again for tuning in to yet another episode of Small Talk with Big Al. I am your host once again, Big Al. I mean, just makes common sense at this point. You figured you'd pick up on it by now. Um, we have a very special guest with us here today, a longtime friend of mine, which is pretty much how I've started all these podcasts. I promise at some point I plan on hopping outside my friend group with these, but why avoid the low-hanging fruit? Um, so today we have Mr. John B. Hello. Uh, John has been on numerous iterations of past failed podcasts that I've done, um, as well as some of my different video projects that I've worked on, um, and has always been a great uh, guest and co-host. So why not bring him on to talk about uh, some topics that he is just near and dear to and loves oh so much, especially this first one we're discussing tonight. Oh, I think I'm ready. Um... As you can probably hear in the background with the clinking of ice, there may be some drinks involved. Because John's going to get real with some of you folks out there. There's a chance that some of y'all listening uh, might get a little offended tonight. Might feel personally attacked. Good. You need to hear it. You deserve it. So, it's been a common thing in a college friend group of ours, a group chat on Facebook Messenger, uh, where we like to pick on John because of his chosen profession as a medical professional, uh, a doctor, as some of you may call him. Uh, John gets to face a lot of things that uh, we see a lot of as users of Facebook, uh, and we know that some of them upset uh, some of those things upset him, or at least bother him a little, needle him some. So we'll throw them in chat. Uh, and what we're particularly talking about is uh, fake, quote unquote, fake medicine or uh, home remedies or uh, just these uh, obvious placebo type medicines, not legit placebos, but over the counter type stuff that people in this world believe work because uh, the only reason I can think of as to why they would think that it works but isn't sold behind the counter is because big medicine big pharma is out to get them big pharma is out to get them and uh, in actuality it doesn't take it doesn't take much to qualify something as you know to be sold over the counter right um, unless it is a absolutely engineered pharmaceutical product that has to get FDA approval, but some of this stuff is basically not that. Yeah, so you use some big words there, John. You know who uses big words like that? Big Pharma. How much are they paying you, John? Oh, they How pay me pay? nothing. <laughs> I, I despise them. They are my natural enemy. They, they, they keep me from doing my job just from an access issue there are some amazing uh items and drug creations that have been rolling out lately and they are fantastic for the world of medicine as a whole but the sheer problem of access to my patients my colleagues that want to you know take care of people yeah as a part of their their job and duty that that you know we took an oath for you said duty. I did say duty. <laughs> um, it it, it kind of gets it kind of gets frustrating. Um, you know, we're it, it's no secret. Like we're here in in Mississippi and in, in the southeast, one of the poorest states in the nation, one of the states with the least access to just primary health care. Mm-hmm. So we already have those cards stacked against us. So now. We can't even give our patients access to these life-changing drugs because of cost. 
Yeah. It's it's very frustrating. And complicating it even further is fake medicine and home remedies. Absolutely. Um, because people, I, I have no doubt, I mean, we haven't talked about it much because, you know, there's laws in place and, and HIPAA and all that jazz. Um, and just as a quick aside, Steve-O, you're welcome for the duty joke. Um, hey, Steve-O. <laughs> so, it's, I can only imagine the number of people you have come in to you, uh, into your office, and talk about different medicines that they have purchased at Walgreens or Walmart or CVS um, that they just swear is going to work because they saw it on Facebook or their aunt told them about it or whatever. Uh, and I'm sure it just makes your job even more frustrating on top of the frustration of having to deal with actual pharmaceutical companies making it complicated as well. Yes, they're the number one the number one thing that comes up um, that is the most frustrating is something that you really just did yourself. Um, you said you, these these items, these things, these remedies, these things they get labeled as medicine, right? Whereas in actuality, even to be able to purchase such an item, it's not even it's not even medicine at all. Yeah, they're not it's FDA approved. It's, it's supplement. They, yeah, it's herbal. It's it's all these things. But where is it in the store? Uh huh. It's in the. It's over near the medicine, and usually not in not in with the medicine. It's just like the aisle across from. It is medicine adjacent. Yes, which so makes it must think. be healthy for exactly. me, which exactly. means it must work. Now your vitamin supplements and stuff. Yeah, sure. You know your vitamin D, C. Yeah. You know, pick your letter. You know, whichever one you need. I mean, they make it in a pill, but it's that. It's that uh, proximity. Yeah. To the other true over-the-counter medicines. Because people will false hope. That, false that belief. causes some false thinking. Um, and there's not to say that, especially when we start talking about some home remedies, home remedies I'm sure there are some that do work, that do have positive results. Yes. Um, but just know that that's not what we're talking about here today. Um, so the two medicines that we most frequently uh, pick on John with, that we're going to start with in this discussion, are, uh, I'm going to let you pronounce the first one. Uh, Oslo... Coconum, which is uh, frequently referred to just as Ocelo. Ocelo, uh, which is what we're going to call it because I can't say that. Um, so Ocelo, particularly in combination with the other thing I wanted to mention, which is like elderberry extract elderberry or elderberry extract. something, yeah. um, is frequently, I've seen numerous posts on Facebook, and I don't know how many testimonials that it has worked, um, that it is a flu remedy. Even more powerful and successful than the almighty Tamiflu. This is this is a thing that has happened. <laughs> so, would you like to uh, elaborate uh, on your experiences with Ocelo and uh, elderberry and similar type things in regards to? Because uh, I mean, yeah, yeah, we're doing this to poke fun. Obviously, I mean, yeah, that's this podcast is typically kind of had a, has a humorous edge to it, but we education is a good thing too, and if we can help y'all realize that, hey, that's not going to help you any of these things we talk about, as opposed to going and picking up actual medicine, um, I, all the better that we can educate you and entertain you. So, so yeah, so we'll talk. Let me just kind of preface on on the Oslo and the elderberry thing. I. I have not, nor will I ever recommend this to anyone. It is never; it will never be a recommendation from me uh, in my 
profession. However, there every time I I want people to be informed. I want people to be to to ask the questions and find the answers. But sometimes they need a little guidance to Absolutely. help to help figure out what's going on there. But <clears throat> when it comes to the to the Oslo and the elderberry, it falls into the category of this homeopathic, more natural remedy. It's made from products that are more natural in the environment. So they're better for you. They are healthier for you. They'll make you feel better quickly. Because it's something that big pharma manufactures in a lab. That, because all natural things are healthy and good for you, right, John? That's what they, that's the angle that they're, right. that they're going for. I mean, poison ivy, just grade A stuff. It's just fantastic. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's, where did this even come from? Where did this start? Uh, the Oslo, it, it, uh, it's, it's made from natural byproducts. It really, it really is. Right. But I think, and I'm not sure on the exact date here, I'm pretty sure back in the in the 70, early 70s when the homeopathic thing was trying to to pick off it just it, it's it's a it's a marketing it's a marketing thing. Yeah. Um, you didn't have as much you didn't have as much regulations. you can basically say whatever you wanted to say because it was not a medicine, right. If something is a medicine, you are held to strict standards, right? Regulations and standards by the FDA. Absolutely. In this regard, no, this is a supplement. Uh-huh. And if I say something is a supplement, I say it can do whatever I say it does. Yeah, you can put whatever on the label at that point. As long as you're not actually like hurting people, you're exactly. good to go. Um, which, first off, thanks Teddy Roosevelt for the creation of the Pure Food and Drug Act. Thank you. Thank um, you so much. One of our greatest presidents of all time. Big stick. Um, yeah, big stick diplomacy. Uh, speak softly. Carry big stick. So, yeah, we got a little history on you there. So, I, I want to emphasize some things uh, that, just to in case anybody tried to pick your, your statements apart there, is John seemed kind of unsure when Oslo came out. John, uh, what does Oslo do for you, if anything? Um, of course, the, the you've, you've alluded to it, the, the main marketing point, for society is that this will treat flu or influenza type symptoms. Right. That's what the that's what the packaging says. Mm-hmm. So it treats symptoms of something. And the theory is the combination of the Oslo and the elderberry will decrease your symptoms of having the flu. Does it? There is no way. <laughs> I didn't fully know where you were going with that when you started speaking slow, but I like that. That was kind of, I like the finality of it. Um, and the reason I, I asked John some of these questions about what does Oslo do, that kind of thing, is, and he doesn't, I would venture to say you don't know much about Oslo aside from that it's a supplement and it doesn't necessarily do what it says it does. Yes. Uh, the I reason mean... why John does it, though, is because it's not a fucking medicine. Uh, if it was a medicine, John would know about it because he's a doctor. I am a man of science. I am a man of data and research and exactly. studies. There have been no primary scientific studies to back up this claim that this medicine will decrease your symptoms. Al, do you know what would decrease your symptoms of having the flu? Your fucking immune system. <laughs> 
Yeah, typically that and uh, what's that? What's that other thing called, John? I can't think of the. Oh, Tamiflu. Tamiflu. Actual medicine. Actual medicine that works. Now, so as my personal soapbox, don't get me wrong. I see the allure because Tamiflu ain't cheap, especially if you ain't got insurance. It's cheaper now than it, it is. Was. It is um, about what's it run now? If you had to guesstimate, uh, I know you're a pharmacist. You so. can get you can get coupons now for Tamiflu without insurance, and it'll cost you about forty forty five bucks. Okay, but especially when Tamiflu was more expensive. I mean, definitely triple figures. Yes. at some points. Yes, absolutely. Um, the, the combination of Oslo and Elderberry is a lot cheaper than that. Probably only runs you 30 bucks, 40 bucks. Um, so I get why people might want to buy into it. And if you want to believe something, it's a lot easier to be tricked into it. And, the, and that also plays into why people think it works. Absolutely. If you believe something's going to help you, then there is a higher probability that you... That you get the desired result that you right. were hoping for. That is the whole basis of scientific study there say, with the placebo effect. Yeah, the placebo effect is a real thing, um, but you got to believe. You have to believe, and that's the that's the part right there. Yeah. So somebody somewhere decided that hey, my job is going to be to get people to believe, believe this works. Exactly. This works, and I'm going to make a bajillion dollars. And they did. They do. <laughs> and they do off of people who are just, I don't even want to say dumb or it's not, that's not the case. Uh, you're misled. You are desperate because flu sucks. Um, so you're obviously desperate. Uh, and then a big part of it too is people believing more in uh, believing that anecdotal evidence is the same as scientific evidence. Exactly. Um, if your grandmother takes oslo and elderberry and feels better because of it and her flu ends quicker than expected it's partially placebo effect because she believed it maybe grandma's just got a kicking ass immune system that doesn't lead to scientific proof that this works it's it's a once you know it's a isolated incident it is um and buying into isolated incidents is scary it is. and it gets dangerous but the, on the other side of it, yes, there there are there are merits to this to this way of thinking to why this happens, and I believe that this happens. I believe people take these things mm -hmm. and they feel better, but not because these things are actually doing anything. Right, it's more their own bodies that are that are doing it, both through immune system and placebo effect. Placebo effect causing endorphin release that natural endorphins have in a pain relieving effect a symptom relieving effect so yes they feel better because they their body and mind has associated taking this thing right is going to make them feel better absolutely. so it, it does but not for not the reasons the, that right. you want it to absolutely so you said placebo effect is very strong and effective if truly bought into it john is my insulin a placebo your insulin is not a placebo because it, it is illegal to to prescribe placebos to it, people. It's it's expensive, and I'd like a whole lot to just like you know it be water. It, in it a be syringe. water in a syringe that I believe is working, so I can quit paying for it. Um, sadly, my pancreas will continue to fail me. That is, um, that is unfortunate. Half fail me, like it kind of works. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's there. It, it does something. So we've picked on yeah, it it exists. Uh, so we. Picked on Oslo and Elderberry a good bit, but they're, they're not the the only culprits. 
So if you had to pick, I don't know, we could get into a deep dive about multitudes of ones, uh, but what would you say is probably the third most uh, that you see outside of Oslo and Elderberry that, that people believe is a true remedy for something that is not, even if it's not the flu? Uh, mustard. Like? French's. Like French's? French's. Like in the freeze, Becker? Yeah. Regular or Dijon? Regular or mustard. Just yellow. Yellow mustard. So not stone ground or any of that. Regular mustard. Do, do the other types work better, maybe? Uh, I've only... Every incidence I've had involving mustard has been yellow mustard. So I think I've heard one thing that yellow mustard is supposed to help with, but I want to hear some others that you've heard. Um, and it only... And it's just... It's about once a week uh, when, when folks come in. Once a week? It's, about, it's been about once a week for the past okay. month. Somebody's come in and asked okay. me and asked me about this. Uh, the the main culprit is I've had I've, I mean I see I see a variety of patients. For those that don't know, I can see infants all the way to grandmas and grandpas. Right. Uh, just that whole variety of patients. So I've been seeing a lot of younger patients, you know, mm-hmm. early twenties, thirties, and things like that, that have been coming in with uh, blood pressure issues or hypertension. Uh huh. Is your 50 cent word for the day. Fancy word. Because your one cent word for the day is Ocelococcinum. And you should uh, not even pay that for it. Um, uh, But yeah, but I've got a lot of new diagnosis of hypertension. And people say, yeah, I was at at work and I wasn't feeling good. And I went to the the nurse. You know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of factories. Um around Carthage, Mississippi, where I'm working at. Right. So they all have built-in nurses and things. So they'll go check and get their blood pressure checked. And their blood pressure is elevated. And if your fellow workers or fellow family members would be like, oh, your blood pressure's up, you need to take a teaspoon of mustard and just eat it. And that'll get your blood pressure down. I mean, I got high blood pressure, John. I'm tempted. Um, it, uh, I got some bad news for you. It's not going to work. <laughs> so I can't stop taking, uh, my lisinopril? No, I would not do that. Don't do that? A teaspoon of mustard does not equal medicine. What about two? Any te- number of teaspoons of mustard does not equal medicine. I mean, it, it, it just, it always comes back, it always comes back to the mind. The mind is an incredibly a powerful, powerful thing. thing. Yeah. It regulates everything. So, but I mean, like, it, it'll cure your your stuffed up nose if you take a couple teaspoons of mustard. It'll open the sinuses. Um, uh, okay. Like hot things open up sinuses. Like, but why? But we didn't say hot mustard. Regular mustard, if you eat enough of it, it's got some oomph to it. Ain't like you down in honey mustard here. I'm not a mustard person <laughs> at baseline. I'm not and this is certainly not going to make me be <laughs> one. Baseline. <laughs> We're getting scientific with mustard. Because um, <laughs> I was going to say, you know, one of the things that goes with stuffed up noses, one of the things that causes stuffed up noses, is the flu. So, Oslo plus elderberry plus mustard. It may be the missing link. That's, it may that's be the super drug. Flu. That's the super drug. Apparently there is a super Tamiflu now. There is. We are, we're, we're, we're jumping into a realm where you can literally take one thing one time and be done. With the flu. With the flu. That's ridiculous. Actual medicine that attacks the virus so and I kills it. I can't get it on the K 
counter, like on the shelf across from the Tylenol. No, you cannot. I got to go talk to the people behind the counter. Yeah, talk to mm. the people behind the counter, and know, they John. need to give you the two pills. That sounds a. That sounds like a lot. Oh. Sounds like a lot, John. I mean, you technically shouldn't. You don't have to do anything for the flu because most people's immune systems can take care of it. Now, great grandma probably need to take super flu medicine. Probably take super flu medicine because she's a little older. I don't know, John. We're in a new age, especially in Mississippi. Great grandma might only be 42, 43. Ooh, that's a whole nother topic <laughs> right there. Hot button. I get it. Hot button. It's not so, a hot button. It's the <clears throat> truth. I mean, it's a hot button that got it there. Hey, yo. <laughs> okay. So it's not just fake medicine. It's it's also home remedies that become a problem. And I'm going to mention one that I saw on Facebook not too long ago. I'm probably fixing to piss a family member off, but it'd be all right if she's even listening. Or, or he. Stay ambiguous. He or she or however she may affiliate herself mm-hmm. or his self. Or their self. Or their self. Um is I saw one that said if your child is running a high fever, young child, step one, hot bath. Now, I'm not a medical professional, John B., but that sounds like a bad idea. That would be a bad idea. And then, I guess this is what makes it better. You put some, uh, you put some uh, uh, baking soda in there and a little bit of lavender. Are you making detergent? No, it's a detox bath, bro. So, so, so. Detox bath. What are we detoxing? Uh, toxins, man. It says it in the name. Oh. oh. <laughs> Getting rid of the toxins. But this is not for the, the fever. The warmth. Well, the toxins, I'm sure, is what's causing the toxins. So, why shouldn't you put your baby with a fever in a hot bath, John? Because it's hot. Self-explanatory, John. Seems like seems like it's pretty obvious there. It's hot, and your body temperature will get. We'll we'll dive down into this for a little bit. Go ahead. Yeah, let's fever, get technical. Fever is your body's response to fighting off something because right. if you are able to raise your body temperature enough, a degree or two is usually all you need. Sometimes three you can cause an unsafe environment or a uh, not favorable environment for whatever it is in trying to infect you, bacteria or virus. Time out, John. You just said a couple degrees higher on your body temp. We'll knock that shit on out of there. Yes. Over time. Over time. So if you make it even more degrees higher... Bada bing, bada boom, you knock it out faster, John. Boom. Uh, well, you ever heard the <laughs> phrase, too much of a good thing? You know, pick brain cells. Is that why I've got the beatus? Uh, that, that and <laughs> a family. Yeah, it's family, family history, history too, but maybe, yeah, the sweet tea didn't help. Yeah, it uh, maybe did not help that. Anyway, continue, I'm sorry. But, you know, you start getting brain cell damage at about 105. Four, okay, one of five degrees, uh, and you don't want that, right? So if your young child is already at one hundred one, one hundred two, you don't want to get them that little that. bit. No, you don't want to do that. No, you Look, don't. when you're cooking chicken, ladies and gentlemen, increasing the temperature is not always the answer. 
Same when you got a fever. That's right. Uh, it's going to dry it out. It's going to destroy the insides of the chicken. It's going to do the same thing to your brain. Um, so unless you want scrambled eggs in your head, maybe don't do that. Um, so that's that's a phrase when it comes to home remedies that, that I've heard often that perplexes me because I've read other things that said that the whole process is, is bunk. But what does it mean to detox, John? Um, it's a it's a common phrase. I mean, it is. There there's a there's a world of thinking that you can take something to cleanse your body of these. I'm putting in air quotes toxins. He did make air quotes, ladies and gentlemen. We'll confirm. And uh, that you, the, the thought is you, you don't necessarily need to do that because if you have a perfectly functioning liver. It filters. It filters the for out. it. That is one of its, you know, primary purposes. And then the, the toxins thing is very vague, anyway. Exactly. There's not a concrete definition of toxins, and if there is, it's something that your body already can handle. Right. So you know, hot bath with baking soda and lavender. You're doing it for now. You're doing that for comfort. Yeah. You're not doing that to treat something because beavers aren't fun. They they don't you don't feel well. So comforting so you want is good. To, to yeah. comfort, yes. But if you're talking about a, a young child, the heat probably not the best idea. Give that room baby temp. some Tylenol. Tylenol room temp. Let it bump and cool things. Yeah, cold compress. Yeah, that kind of thing. Absolutely. So you know we we typically hear, and I know the past couple of weeks have have gone off of that when it comes to small talk with big guy. We typically try to stick to around thirty minutes or so. Um, I don't mind if it goes over, but I just think it makes it a little more listenable. But with me looking at the clock, another four to five minutes left to hit that thirty minute mark. Again, if we go over no biggie, is there anything else within this realm or in these topics that you would like to broach um, or discuss with the good people of of small talk with big Owl land? No, I don't want this. I don't want this talk to be like me bashing homeopathic medicine no, or me bashing alternative and medicine. And that's why I tried to say at the beginning that there are instances where there are things out there that are home remedies or that type of thing that can function and can work. Yes, but do your research, and yes, that doesn't absolutely. mean looking at a meme on Facebook. I'm fully, I'm fully uh, in favor of of certain things. For example, uh, turmeric. Uh, okay. The, the spice yeah, yeah. has uh, very positive and studied anti-inflammatory properties. Okay. So yes, if somebody comes to me and say, "I want to start taking turmeric capsules for my arthritis," I'll say, "Absolutely, give it a shot." There are plenty of studies to back that up. It does work in some people. Very cool. So see, it's it's proof. John's not just bashing things because he gets paid by pharmaceutical companies to do so because one he doesn't um, but he wants you to be healthy and happy I want you to ask I want you to ask questions and I don't want you to be a sheep yeah and don't be ashamed to ask questions ask them it was asking them when I had a uh, like some and I'm, it's popping up again but I know the solution now so I get these little spots every now and then on my skin a little rash um, or what have you and it's uh Easily treated by the the active ingredient in Head and Shoulders, mm-hmm. or no, Selsun uh, Blue. Selsun Blue. Selsun Blue. So when I got my prescription from my uh, dermatologist the first time I got it checked out, she said, you know, if you don't feel like paying for this, just go get some of the extra strength Selsun Blue. It's pretty much the same stuff. Perfect. 
Like, those things do exist. Just ask the questions. Find That's out right. for sure before you do yourself or your loved ones harm unintentionally. Because you're not doing it out of malice. At least I don't think so. Some of y'all might be. But y'all got bigger problems. Yeah, some people are so gung-ho against modern medicine, and that's you. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, we'll still be here when you decide to come back around. So, so where, where do you stand on uh, vaccines, John? Oh, I can't, ask, I can't ask with a straight face. I can't ask with a straight face, because it's a non-question. <laughs> Vaccine, vaccinate your kids, damn it. <laughs> but please. But John, the autism. The one study... <laughs> The one study in the 90s that suggested that has been debunked a thousand times over. Yep. And then also the other horrifying aspect to that is that a lot of these parents believe that that death is a better alternative than autism. It's kind of fucked up. Oh. Well, like, that's there's a problem there. There is a problem there. And, and if things don't get better, well... You know, we're like, already seeing the effects of it. We are, and you know, like there used to be a, a, a great wall of China, you know, to keep people out yeah. of a certain area. I mean, we're gonna have to redo that because if some if people in Washington and Oregon and California don't get their shit together, they're gonna have measles over there, and I don't want measles over here. No, I'm which not a, no. Look for all the bad Mississippi has, and there's plenty of it. Um, we're the number one. Most well vaccinated state in the nation. Absolutely. So you know we may be horribly racist, um, sexist, transphobic, uh, stuck in our ways, uh, any number of other issues, illiterate, um, lacking in both public uh, uh, facilities, in uh, running water, bathrooms, electricity. Uh, at least we ain't got measles or the mumps. So ha 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 California. Um, we can give them North Dakota, right? Like, send all the... I mean, there's not enough people there to probably spread it. So, right. Uh, I mean, it's cold yeah. enough. It's cold. It might kill the viruses. Kill the viruses yeah. off. Oh, God. Now we're going to get people giving their kids ice baths. I think it's a mumps. Jesus. We did it this time. It was our we fault. We did. It's our fault. This is where it starts. This is where it starts. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in. Hopefully, you were entertained and at least a little bit educated by this. Again, we're not trying to insult people. Um, I know some of what we said today came off as condescending and the like. It's not the intent, ultimately. That's just the humor aspect of it. We want you to be healthy and live and not die from, you know, diseases that came out in the 1800s. We want, we want you to, we want to plant the seeds. We want to plant the seeds of, uh, of questioning. We don't want you to just, to just take something as fact without right. trying to find something to back it up or support a refutable source. A primary source, something yes. that is not an opinionated. Ooh, primary sources. Or, or uh, uh, I don't know. I'm getting my history heart happy with that. <laughs> That's good. I know that one's just for you. I appreciate um, that. <laughs> we want you to have things that are supported by independent, unbiased sources. There it Absolutely. is. And unbiased, yeah. And we want you to make those decisions for yourself. And if you always have any questions, you should feel comfortable to go to your own primary care provider yeah. and raise these questions. And I promise you, if they do not know the answer or are not knowledgeable on it, they have the means and resources to figure it out for you and help you make a well-informed decision. And if, if your primary care physician can't provide you with that, uh, John's number is... <laughs> 
not doing that to you, John. <laughs> Please don't. But, Please don't. So, seriously, gentlemen, thank you for listening. Hopefully you gathered something from this. And just plain and simple, before you go out to take some homeopathic or uh, quote-unquote fake medicine or a home remedy, just research it 